Hey everybody, it's Sam with West Virginia Overtime, and this is a topic that I thought about covering last week, and last week was pure craziness for me. I should have been doing more topics for West Virginia Overtime than what I have been, and I know that I've let you down, but after... I guess four or five people have wrote me. And let me go ahead and tell you, if you go to West Virginia Overtime on Facebook, you can messenger me. It says, um, I think what I put up there was messages. You click on it, and you can message me whatever you want. Um... Twitter, I am Overtime WV, and my DMs, well, some people call them private messages, are open. So, you can yell at me there, or you can yell at me in public, or whatever you want to do. Uh, West Virginia Overtime on Instagram, a little harder um, you can message me on there. It may take me a day to see it because I don't know, but my notifications have been working real well on Instagram. If you don't know anything about what I'm talking about, then the best way you want to get a hold of me is wvovertime at gmail.com. And I will get back to you. But, like I said, I had um, probably four four or five people write me the last, I'd say, eight days. Now, I've wrote them back. I've explained it the best I could in words. And I thought, I really need to do a podcast on this where I can just talk it through. And for those of you who never listened to a podcast episode or you have listened to me before, you know I talk to you guys like you're my best friend. And so I put out, shared an article that the WVSSAC, the governing body of the sports for high schools, Um, came out with concerning football rankings because they had been getting so many questions. After I posted that on Twitter and on Facebook, I got even more questions. So that's when I determined, hey, you really need to probably discuss this. If you guys still don't get it, uh, I can set something up on Facebook or on Twitter or on Spotify where we can all get into an audio room, meaning it will not take pictures of you, and we can go back and forth and you guys can ask different questions. But I'm hoping this episode will be worthwhile to you explaining this. Some of the problems that I found out is 
when we go back to the 50s and 60s, and we all have alumni that age, in those days, coaches, media, records, different things made the selections of who got in the playoffs, if at that time they even had playoffs. When you're talking um, early, well, excuse me, late uh, 50s, early throughout the 60s, only two teams qualified per class to go to the States. There were no playoffs. Then when they got in the playoffs, it started off, I think, with six or uh, eight teams, and then it has now, it's the top 16. Again, they had different members of the media, uh, coaches, even retired coaches or retired members of the media that they trusted. Well, something that I found out very early trying to run West Virginia overtime, it is very hard to keep up with everyone. For the very simple fact, not everybody's streaming their games. I can't travel to every game. Most games are the same exact day, same exact time. So what the WVSSAC created was playoff rankings that are calculated using a strict points-based system. Now, a lot of people do not like this. If you're one of them, I understand your argument. Doesn't mean whether I agree with it or not, but I do understand your argument that it takes the eye test out of things. This system just factors in the team's record, who they played, and what your strength of schedule is but also the team your playing strength of schedule is. Because based on wins, losses, ties, and who your opponent has defeated is how you get the points. So what you do is you total up your points, your team's points, and then you divide it by the number of games you played. So, for instance, if you win, that's the key word in that sentence, if you win, Against a triple A, you get 12 points. If you win against a double A, you get 9 points. If you win against a single A, you get 6 points. So, for the purposes of math, you... Beat, you win 
against a triple A team. You have 12 points. It's the first game of the year. So they have no bonus points. So the only amount of points you have is 12. You divide it by the number of games you played, which is 1, and you end up with 12 points. If your team, however, is a triple A team, you play a double A school, and you win, you get nine points. It does not matter that you are triple A. It matters that you won, the team you beat was double A, you've got nine points, it's your first game of the year, therefore you get nine points. So when they put out the rankings, my team beat a triple A team with one game, no bonus points, I have 12 points. Your team did the same thing and only you beat a triple or excuse me a double A team you had no bonus points you played one game you have 9 points so in the rankings what will happen is my team will be ahead of your team because i have 12 points and you have not it doesn't matter that we are both 1-0. It does not matter we're both AAA. It doesn't matter things like that. It matters the points. So I'm going to explain this with some real teams. But I kind of wanted to do a short example just there. Notice I mentioned bonus points. For each game that your defeated opponent wins in its class or higher, you get bonus points. So, I don't know. I'm just picking teams out of the air, okay? Huntington, AAA. Okay, AAA. Uh, Kaiser, AA. Kaiser beats Huntington. What happens is because Kaiser beat Huntington, Huntington is now their defeated opponent, and they get points for each team they beat in its class or higher. 
Huntington, if I am correct, is 5-0. and <coughs> And I believe they beat all AAA schools. Don't hold me to that. But I'm pretty sure. So what would happen is Kaiser would get 12 points for beating Hurricane, a AAA school. Plus, they would get five bonus points from Huntington <clears throat> because they had beaten five other opponents. So, Kaiser, that week, gets 17 points from Huntington. So, that's why. And then... The two biggest questions I get is, how can a team have the same exact record and one be higher than the other, them not be tied? Or two, why is the school I watch ranked, I don't know, 14th when... They probably should be in the top three. A lot of times people don't give me the school's name. That's fine. In order for me to figure it out exactly, I need the team's name so I can look at their schedule and stuff. But, and a lot of times I agree with them. You know, you may have a team <clears throat> that's, I think Bluefield is 34th in AA. And somebody will write and say, I can't believe Bluefield is 34th and they're struggling this bad. And I have to write them and say, I truly believe Buffalo, or excuse me, Bluefield is not the 34th um, team in AA. However, they've been getting a raw deal. They've only played one game. <clears throat> They're 0-1. They got beat their very first game out. And they haven't played since. Due to COVID, due to injuries, due to other teams having COVID and being restricted, they have not been able to make up games. People don't want to play them. So by being 0-1 and one means they have no points. They haven't beaten anybody to gain points. So their points are zero there. And because they haven't beaten anyone, who's beaten someone, they get zero bonus points. So that puts them 34th in AA. I firmly believe if they would have played four other games, they would not be 34th. Now, where do I think they should be is what a lot of people will ask me. I don't know. You can't predict it, number one, in the COVID era, you don't know when 
you're going to get a game that's canceled or you're going to get a game that is postponed maybe till later in the season and you're trying to scramble to get somebody else to play you and they won't. So, in the article that I posted from the SSAC on Facebook and on uh, Twitter, it gave the rankings yesterday. That's a question I also get asked a lot. Rankings come out every week from here on out, Tuesdays at 2 o'clock. Now, sometimes it, what happens is they send it by email, but some people text it to others, and sometimes the sheets that they text out are not the best, and all of that. So, most of the time, the media and your schools have to figure this out. Some of them have to make some phone calls, everything else. It's 2.30, almost 3 o'clock, before a lot of teams or a lot of media outlets get everything figured out. As of yesterday, in AAA, what you had was four teams that all had 5 and 0 records. Huntington's 5 and 0, Jefferson's 5 and 0, Martinsburg is 5 and 0, and University is 5 and 0. So that's when my messages and people that have my phone number, my texts start blowing up. And I say Look at the points. Look at the bonus points. Well, when you look at University, who are 5-0, and when you look to their points, they don't have the same number of points as the top three in triple A. The top three have 60. University only has 57. Why is that? Well, because they played four games against triple A opponents and their fifth game that they have played it was against a double A opponent. By doing that, even though they beat them, they got three less points than the top three teams. Then people say, why is Jefferson and Martinsburg tied for second, but not tied with Huntington? They've all got 60 points. That's where you turn to the bonus points. And when you go over to the bonus points, 
you see Jefferson and Martinsville, excuse me, Martinsburg, have seven bonus points. They've played five teams, and those five teams haven't played a lot of other teams yet. Huntington, however, has 11 bonus points. So, that's what gives them an advantage. They're four points higher than Jefferson and Martinsburg. Even though they've played the same number of games and have won the same amount. And that's why you hear a lot of coaches talking about their scheduling and how much it matters that if they're a single-A team, that they play top single-A teams that they can beat and get their bonus points or that they play double-A teams that they can beat where they will get those three extra regular points plus their bonus points. So, people were then saying, boy, I don't, I definitely don't get this. Um, you know, Spring Valley's eighth. They've got 48 points, yet Princeton is 5th, and they have 33 points. What on earth is going on, Sam? Well, it comes back down to math, and this is where the coaches hate math, the coaches hate COVID, and everything. Let's break down Spring Valley. Spring Valley is four and one. They have an excellent record. Princeton is three and zero. Okay. So by points, yes, you're right. Spring Valley has forty eight. Princeton has 33. So let's go over to the bonus points. And you said, Sam, Spring Valley is beating them there. Spring Valley has five bonus points, while Princeton only has three. Okay. Here's the thing. Remember what I told you at the very beginning of this episode. What you do is take 48 plus their 5 bonus points, which gives them 53. And you have to divide that by the number of games they've played. Not one. They've played. Spring Valley has played five. Five games. 
and you take the 5, divide it by 53, and you get 10.6. With Princeton, you get 33 points, and there are 3 bonus points, which makes 36 and you divide it by the three games they played. That gives them a 12. 12.0 and beats a 10.6, which is why Princeton is fifth, Spring Valley is eighth. And I know there's people out there hollering, it's not fair. Well, number one, I agree with you. It's not fair. You know why I think it's not fair? Is because it's only week five. Most teams have got five games. Some of them are planning on trying to play a game on a Saturday and a game on a Friday. So that they'll get two games in one week. And they'll be able to pick up the games that were postponed earlier in the season. There are teams like Huntington that are sitting there at 5-0, and praying every single night that one of their teams that they are scheduled to play in the next couple weeks does not come down with COVID and that they do not come down with COVID. So I hope by breaking this down, this has helped you understand the ranking system a little better. No, this is not how they rank volleyball or soccer or basketball or baseball or softball. We can break those down when those sports come into play. Football is the one that matters. Yes, I heard myself say that, and I heard everyone that's listening to this podcast get ready to throw a fit. I don't mean it in the way you took it. By saying football is the only one that matters, think about volleyball. Volleyball has sectionals where they compete against each other in game format. It comes out a winner that moves on to regionals. Regionals, there's, uh, depending on how big your sectionals were, depends on how big your regionals are. But you determine who moves on by playing games in that regional. Whoever wins, they get to proceed on to the states where you come down or come up to Charleston and you determine it on the floor. The reason why I say this matters so much in football, they don't have sectionals. They don't have regionals. What they have is a playoff based on math. 
And if you got a bad call, and by that I mean some teams you were supposed to play dropped out because of COVID. They postponed because of COVID. Your team got COVID. And they had to miss games. And coming down to the last week of the season, you've only played six or seven games. You may make it in the playoffs. You may be in the top eight, like we talked about with Princeton. But if you don't deserve the spot in the top eight, you're going to get upset. And so you got to think about that. If your team has played all 10 games, you know, you're in the spot probably where you actually need to be. So, I've gave you where you can get a hold of me. Feel free to write me. Feel free to start a subject up on Twitter about this or on Facebook about this. I definitely don't care to talk about it. Um, I think you can tell a little bit about the tone of my voice. It doesn't get me real excited. Um, I feel sorry for the kids. That they have worked their butts off all summer. Um, Then they get in the best shape of their life. And a member of their team comes down with COVID. And they're postponed. Or... They get a bad call, basically, and, you know, they think, gee, we're getting ready to play such and such, and two days before they're ready to play, they get that phone call from that county's health department that says, yeah, they can't play. They have been involved in contact tracing, or they have players that have it, and they're having to isolate. So, um, truly hate that, that it's happening this fall. Praying that it doesn't ruin anyone's state tournament like it did in volleyball last year. Yes, I know there were some soccer teams, and there were some football teams that it just basically took them out. But, I believe five, I need to look it up, I think five out of the eight teams in single A last year in volleyball got taken out. That's ridiculous. But I don't know how you fix it, so don't ask me about that. I don't know how you fix it. Anyway, I wish you guys to have the best day ever. And I will be talking to you soon. And someday, I'll see you down the road.